0: Hi, welcome back to The Point. I'm Ian, Miggs is on the other side, and Miggs. the Bruins, and how we hate them.
1: Pretty much what we're going to be talking about for uh, the whole podcast. No, that's not true. Uh, we are going to be talking about the Sharks, <laughs> somewhat, somewhat about the Department of Player Safety, but it's been a while since we've recorded. Actually, a while. Uh, I yeah. think it's been, what, six plus weeks or something like that.
0: Um, something we're, we're busy yeah it's, it's okay. been
1: mostly positive there there's been any dire things that have really happened um there's some injuries here and there but nothing that would be very concerning yet uh we'll mm-hmm. talk about that a little bit as well uh but i guess we should get into it ian we i mean i'm joking about this whole dops bashing and everything but they really everybody there needs to be fired <laughs> In all honesty,
0: <laughs> but in all seriousness, that's, they need to be fired every single one of them. Yeah, games.
1: George Paris has probably been the the worst lead of that. What is it? That wing of the NHL. Uh, there, they just make so many. And I just, I honestly, we just know eighty ninety percent of what we know are, what works, and that's like a big issue this year. But I'm sure other teams are getting burned, and other players are getting uh not safe deed. <laughs> because or not because of the safe. actions or inaction of this uh of this um I don't even I don't even know what to call them department yeah department what am i saying but
0: they're acting like interns not professionals <laughs> so, <you laughs> i know. think interns could probably
1: do a better job
0: i know um, for real it,
1: <laughs> just I, look at the plays and and see was this safe or not and make a ruling based on that right
0: y- yeah mm-hmm. i mean i just saw that um so, Eric Carlson gets, uh, gets two games earlier this season from, uh, what did he, he hit Wagner through the body, but made a good amount of contact with his head. Like, okay, like, if you want to suspend that, like, great. But then Chara, like, straight up elbows Kane in the face really hard, and it was just completely all head by all elbow, and then nothing. And it's just like, I just don't get that, right? And they make good decisions when they decide to do it, but then they just selectively choose which plays should be reviewed and which plays shouldn't, right? And it just, like, doesn't make sense. And in the Pittsburgh game recently when we were beating them handily, things got out of hand, people got mad. And then Kessel literally two-hand chopped the back of someone. Was it Pavelski's head or something like that? And in other situations, you've seen that get like a multi-game suspension. And it's like, well, why doesn't that get suspended? And even just like yesterday or something, I was going through Twitter and a lot of Sharks fans are a little bit more paying a little bit more attention to this stuff lately. So a lot of people are seeing what other non-calls are happening. And and one of them was from Calgary. The Calgary player like literally like kind of hit someone along the bench and then, like, took the guy's head with his hand and smashed into yeah. the dasher.
1: I saw that, and too. then, And that's, then the league... That's really bad.
0: The league was like, we don't think we need to review this. No supplemental dissonance. No supplemental discipline was necessary. What? He smashed his head into the <laughs> It's boards. crazy. Like,
1: yeah, oh you don't grab gosh. somebody by the back of the neck and head and, and bring their head into the, the edge of the boards. That's ridiculous. I know.
0: It's so ridiculous. I can't say if Paros is better than... Uh, was it Colin Campbell was the last one, but their formula of of choosing former, like, enforcers, you know, it's kind of like an old boys club in a sense. And it doesn't really, yeah, uh, it just seems like it's not working. Fans are pretty pissed about it, and it's consistently, we're pissed about it, and it's not because, we don't think the suspension was right or wrong. It's because it's selectively applied. And it just seems like they have someone who's too involved and too close. It has the, doesn't have the ability to kind of remove themselves from, I played hockey. I've been in this situation before and objectively look at the, you know, the 10 second clip that is being reviewed. It seems like they're too close to it. and, I, I don't know why they don't hire someone outside of the game, yeah, outside of the NHL to do this. That's an
1: excellent point. I mean, you shouldn't have you shouldn't have that sort of bias, especially from an enforcer standpoint. Of you know, that's just part of the game of hockey. Like you have to be prepared and and putting like a because there's bias even from that particular uh, type of player's perspective of saying if that's the guy that's making the final decision. How do you know he's not going to be swayed towards blaming the players that get hit? You know, the mm-hmm. whole argument of, well, it's the player's responsibility to keep his head up or to skate away from the guy to make the check. It's like, OK, you can use that tired reasoning for if somebody gets hit in the head hard. You need to look at that. And also you need to implement protocols, which they're doing a garbage job of doing in that sure. Boston game Kane got hit really hard in the head he's bleeding from his nose and then he goes out he has he has he's apparently if he's concussed maybe he slightly was i don't know if he still had enough wherewithal to go after Chara and and, and retaliate but when something like that happens aren't there supposed to be people at the games who are uh, uh, looking at those plays and making decisions to pull bars. players off the ice. And that never happened. He was sitting in the penalty box for however long, the whole extra time when people were up in arms about the play. And not once did he go to the, the the dressing room until he got kicked out of the game. It's like, why aren't you implementing safety protocols that should be in place? You know? Yeah. Um, we all know. So they're, fa- they're failing in that sense. They're not only are they not doling out suspensions when they need to, and being in being very inconsistent, in their calling, but they're not implementing safety protocols that they should. It's it's a joke. Like this, this is it's a trash it department. It is a joke. Yeah, it at is this trash, point, they were, for sure. It's not just been like one or two things. Like throughout the whole year, I'm sure you could ask fans from any number of teams, and they'll give you some stories about how terrible this department is doing their job. They should they shouldn't be yeah. doing
0: it. <laughs> For sure. And, and like we all know concussions can occur without like the coffin arms like totally glazed eyes. Like you can get a concussion the next day or you can feel the symptoms of a concussion the next day. Right. Like you can like recently I was playing hockey and I um I it was like an evaluation skate to figure out the level of play for everyone in the league. And some idiot it's like it's like a scrimmage, right? And then some idiot comes and like hits me hard enough in front of the net and I wasn't like doing anything I shouldn't have been. I wasn't like screening the goalie and trying to like get in his eyes or something like that. I was literally just skating by the front of the net with a puck and he hits me really high, really hard. And I fall back and smack my head in the on the rink. And, um, I was like, Ooh, that was kind of hard. So I kind of just laid there for a little bit. And then I took a couple of breaths. I was like, all right, okay, well I'm going to go to the bench. And I got to the bench and after a minute or two, I was like, Oh, okay, I'm fine. And then 10 minutes later, scarily, the game was over, and I was in the locker room, and I was like, I don't remember finishing the game. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I need to go to urgent care. I went to urgent care. I was like, you have a minor concussion. Great. But in the 10 minutes, then, 10, 15 minutes, like, I don't know how long it was because I don't remember. It's the yeah, same thing. Crazy. It's like, why can't Kane, like, Kane, Kane is tougher than I am, yeah? So maybe he doesn't take the breather like that and goes and fights Chara, but it doesn't mean he's concussed. He misses the next game right after Boston. Mm-hmm. He doesn't play. And, mm. and to your point again about bias entering, these are former NHL players that played for a certain team. Yeah. Like, I don't care how objective you are. Like that's going to enter into the conversation at some point, And the league could just remove themselves from that. Like the NFL has the same issue. It, the like hitting is a part of the game of football, hitting is a part of the game of hockey. They're both fast sports. They're both partially contact driven and they just committed an a, a, uh, they wrote it into the rules about with removing subjective analysis and just saying, if you lead with the head if you hit head it all helmet contact it's a, it's a penalty or a fine or whatever or you're ejected or you know suspended mm-hmm. or whatever they just made it automatic <clears throat> yeah <clears throat> why can't we do that well, and to that reasoning it, you and I weren't
1: really too up in arms when Carlson got suspended. I know a lot of people are using that mm-hmm. as a comparison it's fine if you want to compare compare that because yeah there is inconsistency listen I'm fine that Eric Carlson got suspended for maybe a couple games is too much totally. because of the situation a game but I mean it was I'm fine like with two, having
0: right? it's not that what? bad
1: yeah I mean I'm fine with having him gone suspended because of that reasoning you know the primary contact was with the head but there are for clear sure. plays where there's primary contact to the head and they're not doing anything about like you said that grabbing by the scruff of the neck and slamming somebody how is that not like Potentially like a criminal act- action, too. Yeah, know? intent to injure. And speaking of which, oh, Charat, do you remember how he, like, people were saying he was potentially gonna, who was it? Um, Michael Camilleri or I don't no, know, maybe LaPierre. No, 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 no. This, is like, Way this back was like, this was like when Montreal? I was first a fan, like in 2010, 2011. He, yeah, when he it put was the when guy's they, head
0: into the Dasher.
1: Yeah. When he was getting by. It, no, that was not LaPierre. It was, was um, Pacciaretti. It was Patch, was it Pachoretti? Yeah, it I might have been so. I always I got Camelari- so. Camillari and Patchetti. It was a Canadian. Oh my gosh, dude. And he, remember how they were saying, I-, I thought I heard that they were thinking about pressing like criminal charges for, for, yeah, th- for sure. what he did because it was just so blatantly Every- he he unsafe. Yeah. yeah. And he just gets away with this. That's ridiculous. Pretty much, if you're tall. a Boston fan, stop listening because we don't like you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right now and
0: you're probably going to disagree with this and you're just wrong so. i mean their whole their whole reasoning for why they, they they saw it and they saw it was an elbow and they're like two minutes it's like you saw it was an elbow so you called it but you didn't call a major elbowing because it was straight to the face like yeah. what is that you saw it and you're like mm, he got in the head and he got knocked down and it was definitely right in the head it was just two minutes like they're not in control of like suspensions and stuff like department of player safety has to do that The refs saw it. They could have ejected him. It was totally an ejectable thing because it was a straight elbow to the face, no doubt about it.
1: I think it was shoulder, but yeah. I mean, it was was straight to
0: the face, right? Yeah. Charging, whatever you want to do. Dangerous hit. You can give him more than two minutes. Um, But then the NHL, the Department of Player Safety, the justification for not doing it was there was no way that Chara could have hit Kane without making the head the primary point of contact. It's mm-hmm. like, then just don't hit him. They weren't, like, coming across each other full speed or going across the rink and then a change at the last second. It's like they were stopped going decently slow enough and then decided to come in against each other again because the puck was in the corner. They came by, made some contact, circled back, and did the same thing again, right? Mm-hmm. Like, maybe if Char was skating faster, then it well, would and- have really took <clears> taken <throat> out. But, like he was going slow enough to hit someone in the head and then for him to pop right back up. Yeah. Right. So you did make head contact, but it wasn't like strong. We're lucky that Kane didn't get like clobbered, you know, was fogging his mask after being out for a second or two or something like that.
1: Yeah. I mean, by that, as soon as I hear that reasoning that there's nothing you can do to avoid it, it's like, what, because he's six, nine. So you put yeah. the onus on other players because he's a tall giant that he shouldn't be responsible for how he moves his body because he's taller than everybody else? That's ridiculous. It's, a, it's, a, it's on him to squat his butt down and, th- and hit through the shoulder, not mm-hmm. just throw his hit wherever his shoulder goes, what, on whatever shoulder is. That's freaking on Chara to get his butt down towards the ice and hit in the, ch- the shoulder of the chest. That's ridiculous. Yeah. He should I mean, be suspended you suspended, and he probably should have been suspended multiple times in his career. He probably shouldn't have been playing. I hope this is his last season. Come on, this is ridiculous. We're mad. It might be his last season because he's, yeah, over 40. Good, good riddance. And hopefully, Marshan yeah. somehow ends his career early, too. Like, he's a ridiculous player, too. Gosh, We're I don't,
0: I don't on- like the Bruins right now. <laughs> and, and we have the game. So the whole thing is. Uh, like, on the opposite end of the spectrum, you see Johnny Gaudreau get called, get drawing, hooking, and slashing calls way more than any other player at a different rate. And it's very clear that those calls are called differently for his benefit. Like, the Sharks, cause, like, you look at that team, and you think, who's another one of the really good players? Like, Sean Monahan, mm-hmm. Like, not as fast as Johnny Gaudreau, but, like, right up there. Like, super high skill. Or even, like, um, who's another player? I can't think of one, but, like, the Jets team. Like, we can defend them, and we defend them the same way. The players aren't changing how they do it just to go against one player, right? Maybe they're going a little bit closer or something like that, but not, they're not saying we're not going to slash this player or we're going to actually slash this player because we have to. Mm-hmm. But then Johnny Gaudreau gets all the slashing calls, and then yeah. he's, he's pretty short. So maybe his maybe his hands are lower or something like that. But then Char is super tall, so he's like, well, he can't avoid his size, so I'm just going to hit everyone in the head. And then you have players like Marshand, who clearly don't really care about other people's safety and have been repeatedly suspended for long times, and Tom Wilson and stuff like that. It's like if you really cared about player safety, you wouldn't just have one aberration of, you know, Rafi Torres getting 40 games. Yeah, is Rafi seriously. Torres any worse than Brad Marshand? Like, honestly, I would... I don't know this, but if you were to look back, has Marchand had more incidents reviewed or less, or kind of in the same ballpark?
1: He's favored because he's a higher caliber player. Absolutely, for sure. They're totally for not sure. going to suspend him for twenty plus games because of the t- because of how skilled
0: he is. Yeah, and then is how that you... is that fair? Is that right? No, no, but... because the target of the attempt could be anyone. Yeah, it could be a scrub or it could be Crosby. It could be a. You know, average player could be a second line player. It doesn't matter. But then even just the whole thing, the, the whole game, kind of, they were letting stuff go. And the entire NHL watched the previous game mm-hmm. with the Sharks in Boston, in San Jose. And the Sharks literally lost the game because of the refs. Their, their chances of winning yeah. were removed because of two mistakes by the refs. Yes, a, Chara, absolutely. again, cross-checked Pavelski in the face with his stick, blatantly. They didn't call it. They failed to, like, fix the net one in the ice after the puck had been away for a very long time, which they do all the time. But for yeah. some reason, in overtime, they decided not to. And then as soon as Kane gets a breakaway, they call it dead. Kane had the puck way before that. Like, they could have called it as soon as he touched it. Yeah, it went it. all the way down to the shark's end. Yeah, and then they and call then it, the like, as back. soon as he gets the red line. It's like, Bridge. yeah. And then even before that, what, the goal that was the high touch going down, they're like, oh, well, we couldn't review it because he touched it before it reached the ground. It's like it ended in a goal. Yeah, Why it's like, can't look, you review look, it? Look, look at the rule book because on any account, this should not have counted. Yeah, right? and everyone everyone said they were wrong, right? Yeah, And you know the NHL told the team that they made a mistake because A, everyone called them out on it and by the rules they were wrong because if it was a high touch the play was dead the second touch wouldn't have counted it doesn't matter if he got it on his stick before he did it and then they and then everyone the board was like well i expect a call from the nhl tomorrow and then they called him and then there was no reports of that so you know mm-hmm. they said they got it wrong right because there wouldn't be mm-hmm. a leak about them saying oh we got it wrong we're sorry the NHL would be up in arms about that. All me- all Twitter media whatever, would be going crazy about that, right? Well, why mm-hmm. didn't you do this for us? Why didn't you do it for that? And then they can't call out the team and say the officials were wrong because then they're complaining. They're going to get fined. But if there was an official explanation about why it wasn't a goal and it wasn't simply we were wrong, it would have been shared. But it wasn't. Yeah. So, and the, yeah, they, there wasn't anything you do, so you know. <laughs> Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. And then, last season, they had the backup, Kadovin, purposely knock off the net when they were being shellacked with like two or three minutes I, to go. I think
1: I remember, the more you talked about this, I remember this. It was yeah. very frustrating. So frustrating. <laughs> Pretty uh, like, much the Boston Vegas... franchise is like nepotism if the NHL was their father, and <laughs> they're <laughs> one of the oldest children.
0: <laughs> For sure. But like... <laughs> The Rangers aren't really good right now, so it doesn't really matter what happens. Like, we're not in their division, so we don't really know if they get the benefit of call. But, like, the Maple Leafs, like, who knows? 100%. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's just stuff like this. It's like, oh, the original six. Boston right now probably is the best original six franchise. Boston, Uh, Maple Leafs, Chicago. Boston, Maple Leafs are about the same. Detroit, Rangers, bad. Detroit. Maybe we're leaving one off. But basically, they're kind of the best right now. And then they also all Patriots fans, too. That just <laughs> makes everything worse, right? And Red Sox oh, gosh. fans.
1: Oh, gosh. Nobody, to be honest, probably nobody likes Boston as a sports city mm-hmm. as far as the rest of America yeah, goes <laughs> okay, right now. Anyways, uh, like,
0: we already have to deal with Vegas with all this stuff. Like, I don't want to have to deal with another team. Well, well, which leads
1: us to what? Everything you're saying leads us to think what, Ian?
0: What, is the, what are the key two words? Conspiracy is true. Theory.
1: <laughs> yes. No, theory. Very, Conspiracy yes. fact. very sounds very sketchy, this whole deal. Yeah. Collusion uh, reveals. <laughs> those two games were the most upset I think I've been this year. Yeah. <laughs> against like, the uh, Sharks and, how and could, you know, How could you
0: let that happen? After yeah. seeing the first game, like, you knew everyone was going to be looking at it. I believe one or one or both of them were nationally broadcast or partially nationally broadcast. It's like everyone was going to be watching that game, and then you royally screwed it up. Yeah, and prior
1: to the, the whole Chara hit on Kane, there was a cross-check to the face when we were entering the zone, which was just, like, a Tino. player not moving, and he just, oh, I'm going to stop you by lifting my stick, both hands, into your face. And it was Chara. That could have also been, like, a big penalty as well. Which was not called,
0: and it uh, wasn't the same thing. It wasn't called the
1: other game. Yeah, Chara again. Both all three times. I don't with understand Chara. how Chara gets in a fight with Pavelski, and he's like c- clearly like manhandling him, Pavelski and or he Kane? doesn't get the extra penalty. No, against Pavelski in the first game. Oh, okay. Oh gosh, man, I, I really don't like their, the Maple Leafs, but I hope they like kill the Bruins in the first round, like embarrassing sweep status. But then I hope they lose in the. Same- yeah. Except for Marlo, maybe there's some. Marlo can of,
0: score the game seven tying goal and then winning goal. I don't really care. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, he's uh, not a shark anymore. So, like, I love him, but I want the Sharks to win. And I don't want the Maple Leafs to win. So that's fine.
1: Definitely. And I think uh, to add a wrap to this, like, I apologize for my outburst earlier. I was just very upset about the, the whole. Uh,
0: it's just a problem. Sports and problems give it all to us.
1: But, but you know. I've I've never heard Randy Hahn get so yeah, upset during pissed. the broadcast. He he was like calling out
0: the refs. Big <laughs> I'm time. sorry, but this is a joke. This is a joke. Uh, no, he was
1: <laughs> he was he said some pretty scathing things. I had never I I've him. never heard him that that angry yeah, before. To sure. be honest, I think, heard- and he's very good at uh, he's very good at keeping things pretty calm, even when things
0: yeah.
1: um, are are not going the Sharks' way. But he was. Wow, I've never heard him be so up in arms. Yeah, that's um, bad. Anyway, we should probably move on from this because I told you we could really get riled
0: about this. It's been over 20 minutes talking
1: talking about this. It's a
0: frustration. I think all of our listeners are going to agree. But you know what? It's, it's okay
1: because the Sharks, yeah, seriously. Except if you're a Boston fan, then we probably don't want to listen. <laughs> <your laughs> we'll check your probably <laughs> Unless you're a reasonable Boston fan. Yeah. Anyway, um, it's OK, though, because the Sharks are a good team and they're doing mm-hmm. they're doing well. You mm-hmm. know, Calgary keeps on winning, which is kind of annoying, but we oh can still God. catch up to them. And they're they're They've been very consistent over the last 30 plus games, I think. Um, remember mm-hmm. how we're talking about at the beginning of the season, that first third uh, or quarter of the season, we were really. I mean, maybe not super concerned because we knew they had the, the skeleton of a good team. Mm-hmm. But we were concerned about their consistency their yeah. uh defensive lapses and everything not getting things going but I mean, I would say in the last also quarter or third of the season they've they 've really been a fairly consistent team you know they've had losses here and there that happens but um their true makeup and the team that they can be has uh become evident they play really well against top competition mm-hmm. they're not they're so they have bad games here and there but they're not just dropping games to bad teams. I would say they can score like whenever they want. Arguably, as one of the best teams in the league, maybe not as good as Tampa, but they're up there. Um, and what well, we have, I think, eleven players that have ten plus goals now. Yeah, and, and I mean Nyquist, five, five or six plus with
0: twenty. So yeah, I mean, we just added Nyquist. We'll probably get to that later. But again, he's like. I I checked about, what was it, 40 points? Players with 40 points on the team. And we have nine players one, two, three, four, six, seven, eight. Yeah, because Nyquist counts. We have Mm -hmm. nine players with 40 plus points on the year. Yeah. And that's at least two more than any other team in the NHL. In some majority of cases, three. Mm -hmm. So that's amazing. We are super deep. And, and
1: defensively, I mean, we yeah. defensively, it's not like we're a bad team. I think they've definitely shown that they can play solidly defensively. Mark mm-hmm. Ad- Edward Vlasic, since he's been back, I think he's been a little bit better. Since I think Braun yeah. has been having a great season. Mm-hmm. Dylan is like, Don't like it, I, I would put him on a top. He could play on a top unit, honestly, if he's playing with the right partner. Yeah. Um, and then he's been doing really good, filling in for uh, Carlson when he's been injured. Uh, Burns. For Norris?
0: Burns for Norris. <laughs> right. I mean, if he doesn't win the Norris, it's a robbery. Yeah. If it somehow goes to Giordano, it's not okay. Giordano is too far behind him in point. He's like 10 points behind him.
1: Well, I, I, I asked the question, like, is he that much better defensively than Brent Burns? Because I think Brent Burns is having a good defensive year. And he's leading the, the NHL in D, D-man scoring by, yeah. like, a long shot. Yeah, where where is the gap in his play? It's I don't see a gap in his play this year. Is it ten points? No. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who else did I forget? Shimek. Shimek is solid. Dude, and I mean, and this will transition us into Eric Carlson's injury. But what wisdom by Pierre DeBoer and Doug Wilson to keep eight defensemen all year? Yeah. Right. Like, are they? Like psychic? Like, what's going on? How did they know that we would have injury troubles on our D? And then he, Tim Heed, is like Eric Carlson, miniature light version. Like, he, 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 Swedish, right handed shot, offensive <laughs> yeah. defenseman, good in the power play. Good like slap when shot. He's, yeah. yeah, great shot. Like, when he is not, um, when Carlson's out of the lineup, you just slot Heed in, and it's like, play, to, play style doesn't have to change. It's just like a it, perfect little swap. So Ice what else time goes
1: distribution out? will change, but
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, but like <laughs> you don't have to account for – it's not like replacing um, Carlson with like a defensive defenseman. You know, it's like, well, yeah. he's, good, he's good. And yeah, even, even in an emergency, like uh, if Shemek goes down, we can pull up Yolkham know, Ryan. Yolkham know, mm-hmm. Ryan goes down. The Sharks are confident enough to pull up Jacob Middleton. Yeah. Who got a game this season. So like I mean that wouldn't be the optimal thing, but it's been good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And uh but just maintaining depth in general. I mean we mm-hmm. didn't tra- I know you were worried about trading Don Skoy, but we didn't lose Don Skoy. He's still gonna be able to stick it out at least the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. LeBank has
0: he's winning answered the
1: bell a bit. Defensively. And Offensively he's been there. He's been showing like high, high level instincts at times, right? That Pavelski goal. <laughs> I still haven't seen that. I still haven't seen that. But you explained you, know, you know the
0: result of the game, but that, yeah. that play, he, oh, it was so good. He, he pulls it off the half wall. I mean, most, most of our listeners, have, I'm sure have seen that or watched it or heard about it, pulls it off the half wall, sees he has a, a big lane open, goes in, goes real close, loads up his shot and then passes it to Pavelski, and then everyone's like, oh, my gosh, Pavelski is right there. Everyone in the ice froze and watched LeBank. But even before LeBank did that, he did a shot fake, too. He mm-hmm. didn't just, like, load up and then pass it to Pavelski. He loaded up, shot faked, and then went to Pavelski. Yeah. So, like, presence of mind to see Pavelski open or know he's open and just do that. It was like a tape-to-tape pass, too. It was like, oh,
1: so good. Yeah, he can definitely be um very, very fancy in the way that he handles the puck. Very good vision.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so I'm cool. excited about the team moving forward. I'm sure. I'm sure we all are as Sharks fans. We were at Disneyland yesterday and mm-hmm. saw a fellow Sharks fan. And he said this could be the year, and I yeah. was like, "Don't say yeah. that. <laughs> don't jinx <don't> us." <laughs> no, I didn't say that. But we know we know they have a really good team, yeah. and. um the race is still on to get number one in the division. And I
0: really hope we do
1: because I do not want to play Vegas in the first round. Yeah, for real.
0: But if we do, so be it. We can beat him. Yeah, we got definitely. better. We got Gustav Nyquist for a very reasonable price. Mm-hmm. A second and a third um conditional second that we likely – if he resigns, it becomes a, the third becomes a second. If we reach the final or win the cup, the third becomes a second. If we reach the final, all of our like clauses across all of our trades for the past couple of years activate, but we don't care. So yeah. that was worth it. Um, yeah, he's a he's trending for sixty points, which is like a career high for him. Sixty, sixty-five should be a career for him. He slotted in really well. He's got a got a good amount of speed. He forechecks really well. He enters the zone well. In, in the games I watched him, he has he. Um I remember when Kay- when we acquired Kane for a while, he kinda stuck out like a sore thumb a bit. Was playing well but stuck out. Yeah. Nyquist looks like he's been a part of the team for the whole season. He's been great.
1: He's kinda like the uh Mikel Bodker replacement. Sort except of except for uh, like way better. high speed and yeah. better.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if he's as fast as Bodker, but he's like definitely not slow. He's above average speed, but he handles the puck well, and he also he's also very good along the boards too, which is nice. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm I haven't been able to see him play too much. Yeah. Um, that Boston game was just such a mess that you didn't really notice, and yeah. I haven't seen most of the Colorado game, and I only saw the first period of tonight's Blackhawks game. Um, <clears throat> so,
0: yeah, I think we definitely have a, a well well done roster. So and. Uh, we got Michael Haley for free. That yeah. was, we were going to pick up someone for a fourth line. And instead of trading for an asset, and trading an asset to get him, we just got someone. It was probably the best pickup we could get. Maybe not best in terms of skill, but just someone acquainted for with the team. Don't from really from waivers. To... From waivers. Yeah. We didn't have to yeah. acquire someone through a trade and we probably could have traded for someone better than Haley. Cause he's not very good, but mm. he knows the team and he knows their system well enough. So that'll probably help him integrate faster.
1: It was a morale boost.
0: Yeah, all the teammates were like, "Oh, we love." Apparently, him. Joe Thornton like, cool. loves him. So yeah, just have him in the locker room and just scratch him every game, and we still get that benefit, and we didn't lose anything to get that benefit. So, like, let's go.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: So Eric Carlson, I think
1: that's the biggest negative and concern, yep. but we should maybe delve into how much of a negative it is. Um. Mm-hmm. I know you're. Yeah. You are
0: a physical therapist, so go ahead.
1: Yeah. Um, so D. I mean, I'm, I don't have a ton of years of experience and I haven't seen too much hip stuff, but, um, I mean, I think a really concerning thing for a hockey player just because you're, you know, you're rotating over your hips so much with the transitional skating, the skating in general, you like need your hips to be in good shape. Right. So anytime you're dealing Especially with, as a D, yeah, yeah, definitely a lot of transitional skating. So, um, you know, you need your hips to feel to feel good and comfortable for you to feel like you're playing at a hundred hundred percent. And so that's a bit concerning for him. Uh, Debar said that he's not going to need surgery. We've known the Sharks organization to lie, so that's one uh, one thing that should make you take everything they say with the with a grain of salt. But I think a I really don't think bad
0: they'd lie about surgery.
1: Yeah. Well, they lied about That's Joe Thornton having thing. another ACL tear. They just said, yeah, he uh, he tore his MCL. But like, he also but they didn't, tore say his he A- didn't need yeah. surgery.
0: <laughs> what? Yeah, they, they didn't. They didn't lie about him needing surgery. Yeah. But it, the extent of the injury, for sure, they're saying whatever they want. But I don't think they lying about surgery.
1: Yeah. I just don't understand the point of why when they just disclose the whole injury. Like,
0: I mean, we go back to. <laughs> I mean, it was very public about Thornton and Couture in the playoffs, in uh, in against the Oilers a couple years ago, and they specifically targeted Couture's face, yeah. Specifically targeted Thornton, and that's to me, it bothers me so much throughout the course of the season. But I remember that, and how just like low ball, like dirty that was, and I'm like, yep, I get it. Yeah, it's okay. The Oilers got what came to them <laughs> for sure. <laughs>
1: Are, mm-hmm.
0: are getting
1: what's like,
0: constant organizational thing yeah.
1: so uh with a blip of hope in that like year or two and now it's just like you guys are trash anyway <laughs> um man we are just really riled up about these uh injustices and that stuff anyway what what were we talking about so a labor tear would be concerning
0: Uh, what's the
1: labrum so the labrum is it's pretty much your hip joint socket where the head circular spherical head of your femur not perfectly circular but will articulate right in your hip joint so it's it's kind of like a you know piece of connective tissue that goes around the lip of the 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 socket joint right and a little bit inwards Mm -hmm. decently inwards so that tissue is torn and it could be painful and that's, that wouldn't be good. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> and that could happen through some sort of sports injury, a sudden twisting, grinding pressure force, you know, um, it could happen in a number of ways I would say, but that that would be concerning because if you have pain with just like weight bearing on your hip and with a ton of hip motions, because it's irritating that like, injured tissue all the time, then, you're probably not going to be able to play for a while because you would probably need surgery, and then the recovery from that would take a while. So you would you would be not being able to play till next season. So uh, hopefully there, it's just some sort of you know muscular strain, ten, tendon issue, and and those that that being said, those things can be like annoying, crappy injuries, right? Yeah. Um it's a bit – It's yeah, like you said the other day, it's a bit disappointing that he came back in the Boston game on the second period. And it's like, yeah. well, Eric Carlson, there, there's our fourth goal against because you, you <laughs> couldn't skate with the marsh fans. He turned like a turtle. Like, he was so slow. He was like at 40% speed. Yeah. And just gets he clearly came back and was not hundred percent. And you could see him limping back to the dressing yeah, room, even like after the second, then he's done. So that probably yeah. wasn't a good idea. but he was able to go out there and, and, and skate around. It's not like, cause it's very concerning when he kind of spun out. And then he first went to the locker room in the first period. Cause he was like having a lot yeah. of trouble stepping. So the fact that he was able to regain enough of, uh, his, uh, Confidence. His comfort, his comfort okay, yeah. to go back and play in the second, um, <clears throat> was was encouraging. So, yeah, I don't know if he came back too early before, or it was just a separate, completely separate injury, mm-hmm. uh, or re reaggravation. I mean, we'll find out at the end of the season, maybe. Um, or maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe not. Uh, we'll hope. We'll, we'll hope we will. I mean, I'd be curious, but hopefully he'll he'll be able to come back in a few games time. They've been able to play well without him, um, but we really want him during the playoffs, right? If we don't have Eric Carlson in the playoffs, like, we're a good team, but, like, Eric Carlson makes us... And Eric Carlson wanting to win in the playoffs, like, who knows how that's going to, like, step him up to, you know, passes from (laughs) the goal line to a breakaway,
0: right? Give me some more Mike Hoffman passes. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah so i'm not
1: i'm not overly concerned right now depending on how long this stretches out we'll see we'll see how good i'm not
0: too worried yeah well hopefully viewers listeners you will uh, um, have a little more context thank you migs for applying your physical therapy knowledge well i just hope it's
1: not a labral tear in summary
0: yeah and
1: which is probably not but
0: yeah it sounds like that would take like a big kind of uh, sudden force, like an impact or something to cause that?
1: Yeah, probably some sort of shearing force, so it's like press yeah. hard pressure through your uh, ball and soccer joint with like some sort of rotation. But
0: I feel like we probably would be able to see at one point like when he got injured by going back on the tape. Mm-hmm. I think it can like, be a little bit more obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we can be glad that it's not Thornton again. So Yeah, and Thornton That's has been nice. speeding up. He's looking good. Yeah, he has been good. He's definitely been faster. He's been more... I mean, he had a hat trick the other day, and he definitely looks more energized and uh, into it and, like, ready to go and has more ability to play, which is great to see. Um, Yeah, it's sad. I I think reading the tea leaves, um, DeBoer said that um, it was up to Carlson whether or not he was going to come back or not. And... um, I mean, clearly he wasn't 100% and the Sharks, I assume, knew that. And they said, we think you maybe are good enough to go. It's up to you. And he said, okay, I want to go. Instead of Sharks saying, like, you're good to go. You can play. I'm playing you. Seems like they left the choice to him if he wanted to play or not, and then he did that, which to me maybe feels a little bit better to him. Shows that he really, really wants to play for this team, which is good. If he was, in his mind, you know, going to, like, be like, ah, one and done, I'm out of San Jose. I feel like he probably just would have rested because then that would have helped him be more healthy for his UFA time. So it's after March, March 1st. (laughs) Yeah, that's for sure. Super conspiracy, not factual at all, but that's uh, deep into how I feel. It's also uh, eligible to sign an eight year contract now. So hopefully that can come can come soon because they were waiting until March 1st because of some reason that like Elliot Friedman knows and cap friendly know, but for some reason they had to wait until this long in order to sign a contract because of if they did it earlier, they could only get seven years instead of eight or something like that. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I knew about that. Um, Also Burns only at 8 million. Yeah. Drew Dowdy. He's at eleven. <laughs> and uh who who would we rather have in our team? Burns. Yeah. And uh three million dollars in cap space additional versus basically an equivalent in Burns of recent better because he's been getting a Norris and scoring more points. Um at the time everyone hated that contract, but I think as we've seen the cap space grow and with Seattle coming in, when they pay their franchise fees, there's going to be a big grow in the cap as well. Mm. Um, same thing with my, or not Meyer, Kane, Kane signing his $7 million contract and like Mark stone coming in with some of his stuff, his reported contract being a lot more. Um, um Like, was it? 9.5 by eight.
1: That's what I heard. They're yeah.
0: Kind of about the same in, in terms that of that at least. Yeah. So I had for sure won $2.5 billion less for Kane. Right. Even if Stone is a better player, I, I mean, I'd rather Kane make seven instead of, you know, nine and a half or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, cap wise, I think I'm glad the Sharks signed some of their core players early into this recent trend of really getting a lot more money for your players. So that's pretty sweet. I yeah. think we kind of tied that very well even by happenstance or maybe it was planned. Who knows? But that's been great. Mm -hmm. So we're in the home stretch now. We've got um, about 17 more games until the end of the season, and they're pretty much all at home except for like two or three, something Mm -hmm. like that. So Sharks played really good at home.
1: They have been, yeah. And that'll be encouraging if we get home ice. Um,
0: Yeah.
1: It's a good thing that Calgary
0: didn't really add anyone at the trade deadline, they pretty much did nothing. Did they? Did, did they not add anybody? They didn't add anyone, yeah. Oh, interesting. They added like a eighth defenseman or like a fourth-line player or something. Yeah, like that would
1: have sucked if they got like Bobrovsky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because he has not been fun to play <laughs>
0: against this year. No, not at all. He's really good. So, yeah, Vegas got better, which will suck. because As it stands now, it seems like the Sharks are going to play Vegas. But and I feel
1: like I feel like Vegas is not scary for their individual talents. It's like their, system. their talent as a whole, like their team is – their speed and their counterattacking, their style is just really frustrating and good. You know, the and they've been attending. Yeah,
0: exactly. Gosh. Sorry to interrupt. I was going to say the most frustrating thing, the scary thing about the team is <laughs> It's the yeah, same performance. He friggin won them that series last year. Yeah, that was annoying. Granted, when we, I mean, we got blown game. out that first game. Yeah. and like, yeah,
1: we had some issues too. But
0: yeah, which I will look back fondly because uh, my daughter. Oh no, that was ducks. My daughter was born on the duck series. So
1: oh, it was. So. she was. Yeah, that's right. Yeah,
0: she's, she's coming so up on a year now. old. Oh my gosh, she's such... yeah, yeah. So, um. Hopefully the sharks reverse the trend of the ending the season. Like you, maybe you can shine some more light on that. Past couple Wait, of seasons, your so your what is your question? Your prompt for me. <laughs> um, when it's been about this point in the season, the sharks have looked pretty settled. And then previously, I think two seasons in a row, or at least two seasons ago, they just dropped a ton of points and then slid to losing home ice or something like that. Well, it was yeah, against I the think-
1: Oilers. Oh, man, two seasons ago, it was, like, really bad. Mm-hmm. They were, like, limping into the playoffs, I think. But they were literally limping into the playoffs <laughs> with Thornton <laughs> yeah. Thor on a torn torn uh, everything in his knee and then uh, and yeah. p- Couture with, like, half a face. Um, and then last year, we had a really good run when we got Kane, and I think we really were dipping down. I remember particularly we like dropped the game to Minnesota oh, losing to Minnesota, Minnesota is so frustrating. Gosh, it's but it's like
0: the like, most average team in the NHL. I
1: know it's just like, ah, but, uh, I remember losing a game to Minnesota at the beginning of April, like before the playoffs. And it's just not encouraging, but then mm-hmm. they did really well in the first round. And then the second round was like, but frustrating it was but exciting.
0: or whatever. So
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, like we could have, if we had scored <laughs> more on flurry, like we could have been going the other other way. So, I mean, we'll see what we have, like 18, 17 games left, something like that. Mm-hmm, thereabouts. About a month left in the season, a little bit more. So <clears throat> I'm optimistic.
0: Just mm-hmm. We just got to hope that no Honest. major injuries happen. In- exactly. If yeah. we stay healthy and if Eric Carlson gets healthy, which he has time to do, he has a month and a half. He has two months basically until um, maybe a month and a half until playoffs start, right? beginning of April, mid-April is when they start, mm-hmm. beginning of March. The, the Sharks are not in any position really of, of threat to lose their home ice advantage. Maybe if they start dropping games, they might, but they have played without Carlson for an extended time and been doing perfectly fine without him. Obviously, we'd be way more dominant and way better with him, but we're not um, in a bad situation without him. So I think they're for sure just going to, like, put him on the bench and make sure he's 100% healthy. Because what better way to sign with the team than just to make, like – I mean, the last the first time he's been to the playoffs, like, when did he join the team? Like, he's maybe only been to the playoffs, like, twice. He's been with Ottawa his whole career, and he went to the Eastern Conference Final, like, two years ago on some, like, crazy run of chance, Right.
1: They sucked
0: more or less the year before. The year after that, they, like, were bottom of the league. Mm -hmm. Um, And, I mean, he he was on that team for a while, so I'll give them the benefit of the doubt that they were maybe in there, like, once. But Ottawa was not, like, a perennial playoff contender. Yeah. Or even in the playoffs consistently.
1: Yeah, like, a few times. Mm -hmm. I think I remember, like, there was a really
0: violent series against, like,
1: Montreal one year, I think a few years ago or something like that. Was it Montreal or another team? Um, but, yeah, I mean, he's had, like, a little bit of playoff experience. Not, like, a yeah, – not me look nothing, but also not a, an extensive amount of
0: playoff experience. But he seems like yeah. a very motivated individual to, to win, you know? Yeah, okay. Um, I'm looking <laughs> – I just looked it up, and we are right of, of recent – they he made the run in the AC conference final in sixteen seventeen. They made it one round in 14, 15, One maybe two rounds in uh 12, 13, one round in 11, 12, one round in oh nine oh ten. So he's never really been in a position to win. Mm-hmm. Um except for that two seasons ago. Um and
1: he came close to the Stanley Cup final. They are so. one goal
0: away, yeah. He's, so he's tasted got
1: that taste. what it's like to get that close, right? He's
0: tasted excellence. And I think he sees that this team is poised to win for a long time. Their core is set up. He will sign. I am confident. I am not anxious about it. Um, so I'm happy.
1: I don't I'm think just more Burns. A warrior,
0: a I guess. Yeah, I mean, people come to San Jose and they stay for the most yeah. part. Um, I don't think Burns is a player to really be mad about he's going to make more money than me or not, you know? Because Carlson is not going to sign for eight, eight by eight, right? Mm-hmm. He's going to sign. Maybe he, he'll he do eight for a shorter term. Mm-hmm. Like maybe he'll do a five or three by
1: 11. But why would you not want Carlson for eight years? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't he's know. he's younger right? than if he, Burns, right? He's 28 only.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, we want him for eight for sure. I'm just saying – Yeah. I don't think Burns is a player to give issue about someone's salary or cap hit being higher than them.
1: Yeah, in he's the not same position. Like
0: request the trade. Yeah, he loves it here. He's he's here for a long haul, and same with same with Vlasic. So I don't really think we're kind of honestly. I feel like if they if Carlson signs for more than them, I don't really think they'll care that much. They don't really seem like those type of people. Again, reading tea leaves, suggesting that, but I think we're in a great spot. LeBanc has, you know, done what we've hoped he would. Sorensen's been playing great. Fourth line is a little bit more solid. They're still rotating around. The centers are kind of moving. They don't really have a set center, which is a little annoying. Yeah. But, uh, we got but overall, the
1: fourth, the fourth line plays, like, well, well as, as totally. a unit. Um, I still feel like Goodrow's been the center most of the time. Yeah, he was. They're just throwing mm-hmm. Haley in there every once in a while, you know.
0: Yeah, exactly. And you know what? Haley didn't seem like he was really hurting the team when he was on the ice when yeah. he was with the Sharks. Statistically, I don't have anything to back that up. Um, advanced. Wasn't Michael Haley like the advanced stats like poster child or something like that? He was like weirdly good at advanced stats. I'm
1: not sure. There was I Mike Brown was... who probably was the ire of a lot of uh... – Yeah a lot of certain Sharks fans. Yeah, I think Um,
0: when Michael Haley was on the team, he, like, was really good at Corsi or something like that. And everyone's like, what? Like, he's not actually good at all, but he's not hurting the team. So I think things have changed since then. But, (laughs) I mean, he was free. I'm not going to complain. And the rest of the team love him, so let's get that in there.
1: Yeah, and I hope hope, um, Gustav Nyquist, I think getting a few more games, I hope he's Mm -hmm. uh, making a positive impact and not, like, Mm-hmm. You know, like a Yenna Kansen situation. uh yeah, <laughs> situation. For sure. Um where you can like put points up on the board and contribute well. So yeah, but everybody else, I mean, Hurdle's having a good season, Couture's oh, having like hurdle. a steady season,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Pavelski's having a great season, mm-hmm. uh Meyer is Struggling in the last half or so, but he's I mean, still solid yeah. and a great contributor. Kane is doing really well. Like, pick a player. For sure. Do you have a lot to yeah, complain we're, about? Yeah, we're we're gonna end the you season really.
0: Mm-hmm. So totally, Evander's gonna eclipse thirty. catcher probably won't unless he is goes on a streak. He's at, at twenty. He's at twenty-three. Okay, Pavelski's at thirty-six, so he he's above thirty. Meyer. Or, sorry, Hurdle. Also, Hurdle was unstoppable in the so playoffs good. recently. And now we have him back, and he's, like, in career year mode, which is yeah, just Yeah, I think
1: forwards I'm really excited about oh, yeah. to have in the playoffs. Hurdle and Couture, Hurdle. like, they really, they've shown in the last couple of years to really turn it on in the playoffs. Yeah.
0: And Timo, too, he <laughs> plays really well. He plays physical, and now he's got more defensive responsibility under his belt. Yeah. In most of the games where we have a really big matchup, it was the Hurdle, Couture, and Meyer line against the top line with um, Braun and Vlasic together, I guess. Mm-hmm. So that means he's trusted defensively. So, I mean, I'm, I'm willing and eager to see how he does it. Like thir- three likely go- 30 goal scorers, Nyquist up there. We have a lot of 20 goal scorers. Team not going through a rough stretch, my boy. We thought we were going to hit 30 within this year, but he improved his point total. He has oh, he can one still get goal. to 30. I think he could, right? But he'd have to score like what eight? He'll and probably be 17. He'll probably be
1: just shy, like 20. He'll probably get to like 27, 28. Yeah, you
0: know? I I think my hoped hope for him was 25. So mm-hmm. I think he can he can get 25 for sure. That's three goals in 17 games. Yeah, but yeah, he's definitely streaky. So I hope he evens out and. I think the last thing is just Don's going, man.
1: And he's due for uh, picking it up now, going through a hot streak. And then yeah. Hopefully, there might be another cold streak before the playoffs. And then hopefully, you're in the playoffs. He does well. Again. And
0: even with so, all of these streaks, he, he only has 30 points 14 yeah. goals, 16 assists. It's sad. Yeah. He could be so good. He, he literally does everything right except for school. <laughs> <laughs> he like seems to generate yeah. shots at a good rate. He seems to be defensively responsible. He forechecks well. He does a good system. He always he's a good skater. He's creative. He does all this. I think he, just he doesn't say, score.
1: I think I would say I would want. I think one of his biggest weaknesses is that he's not very strong on the puck. Mm-hmm. Like if he has space, mm-hmm. yeah. But if he's getting pressured against the boards or whatnot, he gets knocked off. He gets. If it comes gets to being a physical, like knock knock type play, he he gets knocked down or he gets muscled off the puck. Um,
0: and that's where there's a whole lot
1: he can do about that, right? So, yeah,
0: and that's where Nyquist seems to be a very similar player, like complete kind of second, third line player, like Don Squay is, Mm -hmm. except for he is stronger on the puck, on the boards, in the battles, and scores, which is yeah, yeah. Also, really appreciate that we could pick it up for so little. Tomas Tatar last year basically is the same type of player, except for Nyquist was better. And he went for a first, second, and a third.
1: Oh, man. And where is Tatar now? Is he still at Vegas? Or no, did they he's trade in it? Montreal.
0: Okay, that's right. So, yeah.
1: Glad, glad that didn't work
0: out for them. Also, it seems like Vegas is not doing very well in, in yeah, terms they, of player like management. I feel like they've stuck at like 70, 70 something points for a long time. Yeah, I think their Team of Destiny thing is done and now they're just a team. 67 um, yeah. I don't think Fleury's having as crazy of a season. But I also think the GM isn't really that great. He seems to be paying a lot. Like, he overpaid for Tatar. He lost Neal, um, missed out on Carlson. Well, I think it that's yet great.
1: to be determined because other teams know that they have this – huge bevy of draft picks you know that they got from the expansion draft like they were just Mm -hmm. loaded they got a good team and they have all these assets to begin with Mm -hmm. so yeah they got they got a little bit um maybe that factored into trades like come on you know you know you have your assets stockpiled you got to give us a little bit more if you want to get better
0: right so um and the ducks at the trade line got terrible they're already bad, and then they <laughs> got rid of... Uh, I, I heard Montour, that the so Kings I'm have so lost 10
1: straight, or they lost 10 straight to last fight, which is just like, oh, oh wow,
0: that's great. <laughs> great karma for winning three cups and the
1: yeah. years. Yeah. I mean, okay, I shouldn't be, like, reveling in the other team's losses, but, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's...
1: You don't it's don't have hard. to lie. <laughs>
0: just, they they have hard. their time. It's, it's, we just don't like them. The yeah. natural, like cyclical cycle of success and then failure, success and then failure. It's naturally time for them to fail.
1: I feel like just we pride ourselves in the sharks being persistently good. Yeah, like per- perennially good, but we've never won the cup.
0: We've never won the cup, but also a lot of teams have never won the cup. Yeah, but a lot easy. of teams are just managed really poorly. Yeah, Like, the Flyers still can't get a goalie. They have the NHL record for the number of goalies started in the season, and it's like nine. It's like eight or nine or something crazy like that. They keep on going up past They know all they need is a goalie, and they needed just a goalie for, like, a long time, and they've gone through being good to being average to now being, like, a rebuilding team, all still needing a goalie. And then the Senators, just a trash dump of a player. Their second – highest paid player is someone with retained salary. Yeah. Which is now, just a joke. Right. Yeah. After trading Stone. But yeah, that
1: that that organization it's really yeah. really struggling now.
0: Yeah, it retweeted someone's seventy five bullet point tweet thread of misery yeah, about crazy. how what has gone wrong in the past like year and a half just shock and horror about how a team can be managed so poorly driven by the owner. And it just makes me super happy that the sharks are not like that. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm,
1: I'm happy with the, I'm sharks. excited. Yeah. I'm excited with, with what's going to happen. Um, we'll see. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for sticking around with us. This is longer. Um, we had fun, and my wife just got home, so that's the cue <laughs> to and the podcast. Um, anyway, it's been fun, and uh, I guess, man, I have a new job now, so our recording times are a little bit more limited. But we'll get back together in the next uh, couple weeks, probably before the playoffs.
0: Before the playoffs or uh, during or after the first round? I think we generally – record after a round instead of before a round and then like during the rounds. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we kind of felt like that did it a little bit naturally. You have more to talk about mm-hmm. instead of just like one game. Yeah, and there's so, too much stress during the series. Yeah, well, yeah there's going to be... Maybe we'll record one more time because it's like, what, 17 games?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I think so.
0: I think that'd be good, yeah.
1: But anyway, um, mm-hmm. if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow me at, at DMigs22.
0: Follow me at Ian said so. And our uh, podcast Twitter account is underscore back to the point.
1: Yeah. Um, it's good having this chat and we'll catch you guys next time on back to the point. Go
0: Sharks.
1: Go shakes.